What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit w2mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Wrestling to the max, 205 Live. And we are <laughs> live to tape on the W2M Network for the Wrestling to the Max 205 Live review. Yes, I did that myself. Yes, I'm going to keep doing it going forward. No, I don't care if you guys complain. <laughs> I am your host. My name is Harry Broadhurst. She is the co-hostess with the most Miss Liz Puglisi. And finally, the Voldemort to my Harry, Brandon Biscoping. You just said my name, so so now you're screwed. But you know, Voldemort's dead, so not really. I, if, I I don't get any of these references, so I'm just going to smile and wave. <laughs> smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. That's a Penguins of Madagascar reference if nobody gets it out there. And if you don't, I highly recommend you watch the show. It's actually pretty funny. Love the Penguins. Smile and wave, boys. Just... <laughs> and now that we've already talked Penguins of Madagascar, I can't help but feel like this show is going to go downhill from here. Of course. We have three matches on tonight's episode of 205 Live, two of which are relevant, one of which, well, not so much, but we'll talk about it anyway. We open with general manager Drake Spud Maverick. His friends call him Spud or Rockstar, depending on what timeline you knew him in. <laughs> Talking about the recent happenings on 205 Live and stating that Adeo Atami bullying his way into the main event scene isn't going to fly around him. Therefore, Atami is suspended from tonight's episode of 205 Live. Our opening contest scheduled for one fall. One fall. You know what, Liz? I'm going to let you introduce this match. Why? <laughs> because it's your favorite type of match. No, I don't want to. <laughs> no, I mean, Drew, Drew's in it. So that's oh, totally okay. Oh, I was letting oh, you do oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is the Cruiserweight Teddy Long special, the six-man tag match. Play as Kalisto, Lince Dorado, and Grand Metalik, collectively known as the Lucha Job Squad, I mean House Party, <laughs> take on Brian Kendrick, Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. <laughs> and they thought our fan, your fangirling on SmackDown was ridiculous, Liz. <laughs> I'm right there with you, though, so I can't really complain. The match itself goes approximately 15... Wow, 15 minutes? It didn't feel like 15 minutes. It, yeah, it did. No, it didn't. And I mean that as a compliment. I actually really enjoyed this match. I thought it was very well done. And the finish is what I want to talk about here, because the luchadors cheat to win. Okay, does every luchador have to be inspired by a... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
But they do cheat to win as Lindsay Dorado pins Brian Kendrick, hooking the tights in the process for the three count at the aforementioned 15 minutes. Lays your thoughts on our opening contest of the week. I mean, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, the Lucha House Party does tend to always open the show um, more often. Squad. <laughs> pretty much. Anybody, anybody else. And I really hate their name. I hate 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 that name is just so ridiculously stupid mm-hmm. and sort of stereotypical and borderline racist i think but you know what do i know <laughs> i mean that's um, basically what all luchadors are in wwe though yeah i know it's i know but i can still complain about it i feel like it um it was good it was a decent match i mean it wasn't it, it i didn't think it was as long as it was either. I think it was very, I think for me, I think it was well-paced. And I'm not just saying this because Drew was in the match. Um, you know, it was a pretty decent, pretty decent match. Brandon? I mean, the match was decent, but it definitely did feel, at least to me, maybe it was because I wasn't, you know, paying attention to it as closely as you guys were, but it definitely felt to me like it went, pretty long. I was honestly thinking after a while, I was like, wow, are they going to have this go, like, the whole show? Or at least, like, half of the show and only have two matches. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the finish was definitely the biggest part of this, um, because it kind of sets up, like, oh, wow, the Lucha House part. I mean, you know, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, per- Percy Watson, uh, made a, uh, you know, made the reference of, you know, it's just, you know, them you know, doing, it's just them doing it because, uh, Kendrick tried to pull it off earlier in the match. Uh, um, it was Gulak. Oh, it was Gulak, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, them using some questionable, questionable tactics, we'll see if that plays any role in, in this moving forward. This, there's no way this is over, especially with the, uh, questionable finish. No, I think that's the big talking point here, though, is that aforementioned questionable finish with the Lucha House Party resorting to, resorting towards heel tactics in order to win this contest here. I think that you have to kind of give the Lucha House Party an edge, because if you don't, they're going to be continue to be seen as the glorified job squad that I referred them to as earlier in the show. You're not going to be able to move them up on the card. You're not going to have anybody taking them anywhere near anywhere near relevancy and people like Kalisto and Grand Metalik, Metalik, one of the one of the more breakout performers in the in the cruiserweight classic, and Kalisto, a former cruiserweight champion, aren't going to be taken seriously by anybody if they keep getting slotted in opening match, opening match without getting some kind of development to their characters. And I think this was a little sample of what that could be going forward tonight. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it'll be interesting to see because I mean. At least not in recent memory for me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember heel luchadors in a long time. Alberto Del Rio says hi. But no, 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 no. He was not a luchador. The hell he wasn't. When was he in a mask? Okay, what about Unico then? He was a heel luchador. He was not in a mask either. Yes, he was. He took over. As the, he was the fake Sin Cara. Okay, that yeah. was that was one Sin Cara versus you know a fake Sin Cara. That does he not really, count. 
the hell it does it, Liz? Mediate here. Does that count or not? Uh, no. Thank yes, you. I mean, it does. And it does. You can you can argue it either way. I'm um, I'm gonna go with Brandon here. It does count. He was technically a luchador, and he was technically you know a heel. But I can see Harry's you know side as well. I have a hard time believing that there was no luchador that was ever none of the luchadors were ever a face. You're telling me that, you know, Ray was never a heel? Not that I can distinctly remember. Yeah. Ray was only a That's a shame. Ray was, I hate him. Ray was only a heel in WCW as part yeah. of the Filthy Animals, and he was unmasked by that point. Yeah, like, no masked luchador that I can remember was ever a heel in, in WWE. Nah, I find that so hard to believe. I, I don't buy that either. I got a funny feeling I'm going to have to do some research and get back to you on that one because I do not buy that in the slightest. Anywho, moving on, our next contest scheduled for one fall. One fall. Is Akira Tozawa taking on Jobber to be named later, by which I mean I don't know who he is. They didn't. They gave a name, but I couldn't pronounce it to save the life of me. And, and we don't really care. <laughs> Pro Fight... Pro Fight DB doesn't have this show up on its archives yet for me to tell you who it actually was. Therefore, that tells you all you need to know about what happens in this match here. Although I do want to talk about that finish. Good God, Tizawa got up there for that back sent on. Mm. That was Dick Togo-esque. <laughs> Most of the people listening to this are scratching their heads, wondering who the hell is Dick Togo. YouTube, my friend. YouTube. <laughs> Brandon, anything? I mean, just a good match to get Tazawa some momentum back after the Atami feud. And, you know, he's been... He hasn't really even been treading water. He's been a little under the water for a while now. Pretty much ever since they randomly decided to end the whole... Oh, he's part of Titus Worldwide, and then suddenly he isn't thing. Liz? Yeah, I mean, for, you know, a squash match there, it was, it was, it was, you know, pretty entertaining. I liked his promo beforehand as well. Um, I thought he delivered that really well. ProFightDB.com, which I highly recommend, the internet wrestling database tells me that the guy's name was Steve Irby. He is oh, more yes. professional. More professionally known by the name Joey Lynch. So there you have it. Our main event scheduled for one fall. One fall. Oh, wait. Before we get to that one fall. We'll take that one fall back, okay. Brandon. We'll get to it in a second. Uh, Drake Maverick meets with Buddy Murphy backstage before our previous squash match there. Maverick uh, Murphy comes in making demands. Maverick tells him that everybody will get what's coming to them in due time. And instead of coming in here with ultimatums, come in here with ideas and suggestions in the future. I wonder what, uh, because Maverick was going to say that he had something for Murphy that Murphy would like. I wonder what that was going to be if it wasn't for Murphy being a douche. Liz, buy or sell Leo Rush in the cruiserweight division. Has anything about the guy standing out to you thus far? Did you like the segment? Did you dislike it? What did you think? I thought it was extreme. Everything I know about the guy is fairly positive. 
I thought it was an extremely generic promo. I thought you could have put just about anybody into that, gave them the same script, and they could either did it, could either have done it worse or you know done it done it better. It didn't make me excited at all for this man to show up. Brandon, you're more familiar with Leo Rush than Liz would be. What were your thoughts here? I liked it. Um, you know, I like you know how he's talking about how you know, which is true for a lot of us who know of Leo Rush. Um, we understand why they didn't do it, but you know, so be it. He's like, you know, there have been two cruiserweight tournaments, and why haven't why hasn't the best uh, cruiserweight uh, in the world been in it? Granted, as soon as he said that, I thought um, there's two other cruiserweights that would probably beg to differ, one of which is also now in WWE, but in NXT. Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to let you finish here, but I have to ask. I know who you mean in NXT. Who's the one outside of the WWE that you're Zack Sabre Jr.? Never no, mind. No, 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 because Sabre Jr. was in the original CWC. Oh, you mean Osprey then? Yes. Okay, that's fair. Continue. Um, but other than that, um, you know, this I, I, I like the promo. It, it gets... Uh, I wish they would have done a little more with, like, because they did it more so in the first promo. I wish they would have done something kind of cool. And they, they should have done something more to build up anticipation instead of, like, revealing it right away. Because it would have created such a huge pop. Um, they should have done something with that, uh, with the, um, the hourglass. And, like, had it coming, like, slowly coming down. And, like, each week, more and more it's gone. And then, like, one week it's all out. And then his music hits or something. Mm-hmm. Kind of a la Chris Jericho. I'm going to reserve judgment on what I think Leo Rush's future in the WWE is going to be. And the reason I say that is because I have seen Leo Rush have some absolute barn burners, but I can honestly say I've also seen Leo Rush shit the bed on a number of occasions as well. Mm -hmm. So Rush can be very hit and miss depending on his opponent. If he has somebody that he works well with, then Rush can be a superstar. If he has somebody that he doesn't work well with, it comes off very clunky. Hopefully there is enough of a experience level working with the various guys that are already comprising the 205 Live division that Rush will be able to shine because when he's good, he's really good. In addition, TJ Perkins is yet again teasing becoming a heavyweight. It's saying the cruiser great is going to become a heavy great. Good luck with that, TJ. The only cruiserweight to ever successfully transition to the heavyweight divisions were Eddie, Jericho, and Ray. Well, in WWE. Track record doesn't look so good. No. Our main event is scheduled for one fall. One fall. As Mustafa Ali takes on Tony Nese, Buddy Murphy comes out with Tony Nese because, let me tell you about my best friend and training partner. So, Cedric Alexander decides to make his appearance his uh, presence known on this episode and comes out to even the odds, which is a weird sentence to think about it, but he's in Mustafa Ali's corner here. It all breaks down as it is wont to do in these cruiserweight main events. And Mustafa dives on to Tony. Cedric dives on to buddy and then beats his ass up the ramp. 
In the ring, a Tornado DDT leads to the 054, and the dumbest name for the coolest finishing move in the WWE spells curtains for Tony Nese at about 10 minutes. Liz, your thoughts on our main event for the week? I enjoyed it. Um, I I liked, you know, um, you just said you're coming out to kind of even the, even the numbers up. I thought it was a entertaining match. It held my attention. Some, you know, good some good spots. I like seeing Tony out there. Um, it was all right. It was good. Brandon? Yeah, it was a solid match. Um, you know, I I like the, the chaotic nature of it, especially in the beginning with mm-hmm. uh, them. I was honestly surprised. It looked like I thought the ref was going to kick both Cedric and Murphy out at first, but then I guess he didn't. No, he just told them to get out of the ring. He didn't actually shoot oh, them. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. See, when he was, like, telling them to get out, I thought he was actually, like, ejecting them from ringside. Um, I did, too. Uh, but I guess not. And then, you know, the chaos at, at the end, obviously. Um so, yeah, solid match all in all. I actually enjoyed this match. I thought it was pretty well done here. I think that we've seen better from Mustafa. This is about as good as we've seen from Tony thus far. I think Tony is capable of more, but they haven't put him in a position where he's primed to succeed yet because mm-hmm. they're focusing on other people. Yeah. Once Nice is let loose, I think Nice has the ability to carry this division as an in-ring competitor. The problem is, is Tony's not the most charismatic person in the world, which is going to work against him because you have somebody who the fans are starting to come around on and Cedric is the champion right now. And then you have people who the fans are definitely following in Mustafa Ali and a internationally known name in Adeo Watami that's about to make his presence known in the main event scene on 205 Live as well. I mean, just his entrance alone, though, he is, you know, if you gave him the opportunity to talk and whatnot, I think Nice could certainly get that charisma. I think he does have charisma. I just don't think we, we see it that much. Yeah. He's, had a, he's had several, you know, um, really good, you know, segments, um, some with Drew, some with, you know, other people. Um, he... He always, for me, was, um, you know, entertaining with all, all the crap with, um, you know, Enzo. I, so I think the charisma is there. I just don't think we really get to see it. I think that we saw more of Tony's personality when the Zoe train was still a thing, but I think the WWE wants to leave those days in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, but one doesn't have to do with the other. He's just not really getting the opportunity to, to show it. I mean, he doesn't have to, you know do that same type of thing, but you know, it's just not coming through with what he's working with now of the time he's given. And with that, we put an official bow on this week's episode of two or five live scale of one to 10. Brandon, where do you fall? Um, I'll give it a six and a half. Um, you know, the, the, the six man tag match was, was decent. Um, and, you know, it moved the story along with the, the Lucha House Party using some heelish tactics. Then you had the squash. Um, well, we didn't talk about the end after the match. 
with the announcement of the triple threat yeah. for this week on 205 Live. Now it's, I mean, if you watched 205 Live uh, last week with the way that the main event went off the air, you knew this match was coming. It's Mustafa, Buddy Murphy, and Adela Tommy in a triple threat match next week on 205 yeah. Live. Most likely the winner of that is the new number one contender to the Cruiserweight title. Yeah. But yeah, then the the main event was solid, but definitely one of the um, you know more lackluster episodes of two hundred five in recent memory. Liz, um, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna give it a seven. Um, was it one of the best ones in recent history? No, but it kept things moving along at a nice pace. She had a few good. Um, I don't want to call it backstage segments, you know, whatever they do with the people holding the, you know, the camera or whatever, you know, they fit a lot of people in and it, and it didn't feel overly forced. Like, Oh, we better show this person's face. So you don't forget they exist. Um, so I think it had a pretty decent flow flow to it. So I'm going to give it seven. I'm actually going to end up on the lower side of both of you here. I'm at a six for this episode. I think we've been spoiled by the two main event matches on the last couple of weeks of 205 Live with the Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali match last week. And then then the Mustafa or the Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander title match a couple of weeks ago that my expectation levels for in-ring content for 205 Live are elevated compared to the normal shows. And I don't think that any, that either of tonight's matches, the main matches, lived up to the 205 Live standard of quality that we've become accustomed to over the last couple of months on the show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad show by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't a good show either, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon, one word review. Um, I'm going to say, uh, filler. You know, a lot of this was just kind of, you know, moving things along, but not, you know, anything huge happened. It was just kind of stuff to move the story along, you know, before anything major happens. Liz? Um, it it's a good word. Um, it was decent. I'm going to have to go simple and just say decent. You know, it was a decent show. For me, it fl- you know flowed pretty well. It kept my attention more than um, most of SmackDown did. So I have to give it that. So... Decent episode, not like we said, not one of the top ones we've seen, but decent. This is going to come off as an insult, and I really don't intend for it to do so. Yes, you do. No, I don't, and especially not on a show where, especially not on an episode where Drew Gulak appeared, because everybody knows we love Drew around these parts. We do. He looks so good in that blue, but whatever. My one-word review for tonight's episode of 205 Live is indifference. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. There was nothing on the show that made me care one way or the other. The six-man tag match was okay, but the only time that I really particularly cared about the match was when Gulak was involved because he is by far the most dynamic of the six people in that match. And I'm not just saying that to blow smoke up his ass. He's genuinely carrying himself as the class of 205 Live right now. 
I hope that he gets the title sooner rather than later. Sooner rather than later? Later. Later. It's a callback to SmackDown, damn it. Anywho. Um, as far as the main event goes, it's not that I dislike Tony Nese. It's not that I dislike Mustafa Ali. I just like them better with other opponents. Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy tore the house down last week. Tony Nese has had some amazing matches with, what's funny here, Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. There, there are better ways for both of these guys to be positioned than against each other. The match itself tonight was good, but not great. And in the most recent days of 205 Live, you come to expect a great main event, and this was not at that level. Mm-hmm. So my, my one-word review for tonight's episode is indifference. Do we want to do another set of plugs here, or do we just want to get out of here? Uh, let's just get out of here. I think most people who listen to this would have listened to SmackDown as well. And if you do listen to us and let us know, you can get a snack pack sent to you. Remember, everybody, fantasy football to the max, football to the max. I mean, that's not us, but it's still important. It's on the network here. The kickoff returns in August. They do Raw every Monday night, Tuesday afternoon-ish, depending. Uh, so, someone, do- someone will do SmackDown with me this week, or uh, NXT with me this week. Hey. Most likely me again. Probably. And if I'm Liz, free, I'll join. That I'm means more. I'm gonna let you know ahead of time, Liz. That means more predictions. Oh yes, okay. yes it does. NXT takeovers this Saturday night. What? What? So, for Brandon Biscabing and Miss Liz Puglisi, I'm Harry Broadhurst. Thanking you for listening to. Wrestling to the Max's 205 Live review here on the W2M Network, available online at W2Mnet.com. Brought to you by GoDaddy. I feel like such a show. Not quite yet. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.